Ladies and gentlemen, um, March 5th, I'll be DJing alongside my brother, uh, Artista, a.k.a. Balta. We're going to be doing a party called uh, Ponche at J&K Lounge, uh, 505 East State Street, Rockville, Illinois. We're going to be mixing it up, you know, a little bit of reggae, reggae tone, Latin trap, dembo, you know what I'm saying, a little bit of hip-hop. We're going to do a little bit of the Latin side, you know. So, uh, yeah, slide through once again, um, J&K Lounge, 505 East State Street, 10 to 2 a.m., uh, make sure you come through. Yeah, we'll also be DJing um, March 26th at District, you know what I'm saying? We're doing it up back back at District, downtown Rockford. Yeah, like I said, 205 West State Street, Rockford, Illinois, uh, 9.30 to 2 a.m. So they kick us out, basically, you know what I'm saying, 1.30, 1.45-ish. But uh, make sure you slide through on 3.26 at District. We'll be doing a, a live, you know, me and Bots will be up there doing our thing. Yeah, without further ado. Now tune into the Monster Mash. Presented by... DJ Rick Monster. DJ Rick Monster. Check one, two, check one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Monster Mash. My name is DJ Rick Monster. How y'all been doing? Um, today, we have another guest, a guest that um, is going to be a little different from other guests, a talking focal point. That no, not too many people know about, not even I know about, but this is something that intrigues me, has been intriguing me for the last, I don't know, the past couple of weeks. Um, there's not much um, information about it that you could just YouTube and just look up the actual, what I'm going to be talking about today. Like, there's not much known about it, there's not much talked about it. I wanted to talk about it just because it, it intrigues me, and I, I brought somebody on my show today. That um, number one, he he's a guy. He's a he's a good friend of mine. Number one, he's a, an IT guy. He's really a tech guy. Ever since I've known him, I didn't even know he was into tech like that. And so uh, I think it was a Black Black Friday or something like that. Uh, and then you were he was like, oh, it's Cyber Monday. I don't remember what the hell he was talking about. But he was just like, that's the first term. This is years ago. This is like 10 plus years ago, probably. I remember him talking about, yeah, Cyber Monday. I'm like, what the fuck is Cyber Monday? Oh, yeah, you just buy, you know, that's when Monday comes around after Black Friday and everything's on sale, but on the internet, you know what I'm saying? So this is years ago. This is plus 10 years ago. Um, but anyway, this is a guy that um, he's really into tech, and uh, I wanted to bring him on because he's helped me out in a lot of things as far as my DJing situation goes. Uh, yeah, my homie, um, Agustin. <laughs> Escamilla, a.k.a. Broso. Broso, what's up, bro? What's up, man? What's up, Ricky? Thanks for having me on, man. Now, do you mind if I call you Broso? Do you want me to call you Agustin? No, nah, I feel like you, you'd feel uncomfortable calling I me by my legal name. So. Augie? I don't think Augie. so. I've yeah. been called all kinds of things, man, so. Yeah, you have. <laughs> in, your, in your day, not playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> We're not going, that's not what this podcast is about, Ricky. No, not at all. But uh, like I said, bro, um. There only there's only one person I know that I could have this conversation with, and he would be. I don't know if you're even knowledgeable about this kind of stuff that I'm bring up, but maybe you will be. Maybe you're interested in it as well as I am. Maybe you do know. Maybe we talk to people about it. But um, a couple a couple. The first thing I want to bring up is the fact that you've helped me out with a lot of uh, of my live streams. So and, you know, a lot of people don't know what, what it takes. 
um, behind the scenes. To it's not just. I mean, you could just do it with your phone and just plug in and play music and. But there's a lot of different uh, aspects and a lot of different equipment that's involved if you want a legit looking live stream. And I think people don't realize that. And that's kind of that's one of the reasons I brought you on because I know, you know, maybe in the future you, you will be at wanting to uh, offer this to other people and, uh, you know, out there, to DJs, even the groups, bands. Whatever Santa Claus coming to town, you want to live stream them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you said, most people think of a live stream because of social media, Facebook specifically. Oh, let's go live on Facebook, and that's one thing is fine. You know, you're messing around with your friends, whatever. But like an actual live stream, like now that you've dealt with it, you've seen there's yeah. eternity of things involved. You mm -hmm. know, everywhere from something you don't think about, like you never think about it. You're like, I got the whole equipment. You yeah. got a good internet connection. Yeah. No. No. Like, that, 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 that's it. We can't do it. Yeah. Exactly. Literally, we can't do it. You could have the best equipment in the world, and every time I talk about it, it's like that's that's your bottleneck. That's your like Achilles' heel. Mm -hmm. If you don't have good internet, and it's a lot of things most people don't think about. Oh, I got these badass cameras, these badass mics, these badass. Like, all right, yeah. but the internet situation. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they got internet. Like, how are we gonna stream it? You know. Yeah. And there's a lot. You know, there's the camera gear. There's uh, live switchers there's all kinds of stuff that goes into it and you've seen it there's the setup of it a lot of the times takes a lot longer than like the actual stream oh, yeah, you know sure. your party was probably a, a little exception because we did it for a few hours but you know we were there beforehand testing everything making sure running through trials testing the cameras equipment the placement all this now which party are you talking about your birthday party my birthday party we live stream it uh here with Balta and oh, your, Balta was DJ. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, 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 was it your birthday? Yeah. Was it my birthday party? I think it was your was birthday that? party. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. I remember it was a week before we went to Mexico. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's why we didn't do it on on your yeah, birthday yeah. weekend because yeah. we were going to Mexico. Yep. And you're right, you're right, you're right. You, like that. You know, we were there a few hours beforehand the, in days ahead and a few hours before yeah. the day of, you know, and what the stream took two, three hours. You yeah. know, but the setup is like, and that's what a lot of people don't realize. Uh, some people have hit me up like, "Hey, what's up? Would you be able to do something like that for this?" I'm like, well, "For sure, man." Like, like, how much would you charge? And sometimes I do it. You're like, "Oh, as a friend, or because I know that person." Yeah. I'm like, you know what, bro? Just throw me two hundred bucks. Yeah. They look at you like, like you crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, man, I'm bringing. And that's a hookup price. That, that's like. That's basically me doing it for free in essence. Yeah. Because if I'm bringing the equipment, I'm yeah. bringing everything, and I'm gonna spend, you know, anywhere from six to twelve hours doing it. Like, how much yeah. am I making? I'm making less an hour than I am at my job. Yeah. You know, it's just to do it as a favor. Like live stream productions, like companies, even you know, lower scale ones, they'll charge you thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want like an actual production, obviously you're paying tens of thousands, but. A local company here, we probably don't have any, but you hire somebody that might do it, like they're gonna charge you a few hundred, probably a thousand dollars to do something for a few hours. I've actually seen uh, my homie Jordan Chance. I'm gonna have him on too. He's a DJ, but he owns Lux Productions. Okay. And he also does. He stuff does. Like, yeah, yeah. I've seen him. I think that's what. I think he did a Christmas one with Santa. That's why I brought that up. Oh, okay. I, I think I, I wanted to say I've seen him promote that or something i think that's the only com or one of the companies that i've seen that actually started offering stuff like that yeah i think they are they are, but it looks legit from what what you know yeah and, it's, what I see. and it, it's like it depends like okay 
for your birthday, I think we did like a four camera setup. One, two, three. Like the turntables. Yeah. We did the main one, looking at you. We did a back shot for like seeing the whole thing. And then we did, I think we did two angles for you for your main shot. Oh, yeah, we did a close up and a further back. Okay. You know, some people will charge you, or generally speaking, if it's one camera, still camera, they'll charge you this price. Mm -hmm. If you want two cameras, it's this price. Yeah. If it's three cameras, it's this price. If you want a mobile camera of somebody manning it, like that's a whole other yeah. level because you have somebody dedicated to manning the camera. Yeah. You know, so like there's there's a lot to it. There's so, so much. And you a lot of avenues. Yeah, you don't see it. Like you're, I think we did yours on what, Facebook? Twitch. Was it Twitch? Yeah, yeah, you're right. We might have done Twitch. We yeah, did I, Twitch. I never done Facebook just because I didn't want to get flagged. Oh, yeah, that's right, because of the music. Yeah. But you look at that, anybody pops in and sees it, like, oh, that's dope. You know, they're, they're not supposed to appreciate it, but it just, to to somebody else, it just seems like, hmm, well, that's kind of cool. But once you start digging into, like, I did this like, 10 plus years ago, partly for work and partly for, you know, curiosity and me poking around with stuff, it's like, oh, that looks easy. You start digging into it, and like, oh, I need this, or oh, I need to buy that, or oh, I need a better computer. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's, there's, we could sit here and have like a whole podcast yeah. on just how to set up a live stream, and it's a yeah. whole, whole beast in of itself. And what you need, and you know, what I'm saying, people don't realize you need at least two computers. Yeah. Because yeah. the one computer you're gonna be doing your DJing on, whatever mm -hmm. Serato, you can't have the same shit on there because you're just gonna be lagging. Yeah. As far as the... We had, I think for yours, we had three. We had the one running the stream. We had mine to monitor the stream live. Mm -hmm, yep. And then we had yours that's doing the actual DJ, yeah. you know? And like you said, even that day, you look at it, the investment that I had done at that part, it's now yours, but yeah. like, you would think, oh, $100 here, a few hundred dollars, but mm -hmm. you look at it now, you're like... Shit, we're like thousands of dollars yeah. in, yeah. you know, to something like that. Yep. It's not just let's grab a camera and no. let's record this and put it on. To so make it sound and look legit, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not. Well, it's not your thousand dollars, just your thousand dollars iPhone. You yeah, know no. like you, like you said at the beginning, you could you could do that. Yeah, you, you could, could yeah. get a get a good tripod or something mounted in a good angle, get a good mic attached to it, and record yourself that way. But you know. It's very one-dimensional. That's, yeah. that's it, you know. And what I like, you know, we had the banners, rolling banners. You, mm -hmm. you had uh, my, um, what you call it, my DJ name, my uh, logo my logo on there. And you add, if, you know, if there's going to be other DJs on there as well, they can add their lo logos on there. That's when you launched the website. We yeah. did a commercial, like a yep. mini commercial yep. for, for the website. Yep. And then right. in itself, you know, it's not just the live stream. We're lucky that we have, like, a circle where... We got friends that do different things. They delve into different things, yeah. you know. But it, that in and of itself, you'd hire a production company or somebody to do that. Mm -hmm. But you better provide them your own logos. Yeah. You better provide them your own marketing stuff. If you don't have stuff. your own logo. Yeah, yeah if logo. not, like, that's a whole different. If they mm -hmm. do it, that's a whole different, like, yeah. hire somebody to pay them yep. just for that, you know. So, it, like I said, it's there's probably five, six different things that are like involved into one outside of the live stream, mm -hmm. you know. There's the DJing, the audio, the camera, cables, the, bro. Cables. The, the amount of cables that are running through that thing. Like I had two. I still got suitcases full of just like random cables yeah. and mounts and tripods mm -hmm. and things that 
You know, you buy things, never works out the way you want it to. Yeah. You're back and forth like, oh, we're going to need this. We're going to need that. So it's a whole it's a whole world, man. So um, we were talking about, you, you mentioned your job that where you, you helped them out. Where do you work at again? I uh, work at a local company out of Love's Park called Arachnin 360. Most people probably aren't aware that they know what the company does. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to a bar... Uh, seen it probably at some point you've played some darts or at least thrown some darts at the dart machines and that, what do you what exactly do you do there at your i'm the european rep so this is just a fancy way of saying like i deal with the european market mm-hmm. any anything in general from sales to customer support to anything anything you can imagine that goes on on that side of the world for our company i'm i'm in the mix of it a funny story, uh, off topic, but on topic. Do you remember that one time we told some female that you, you work for Google? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was funny as fuck. It, she believed it, though. She was going. We we did that, actually. We were just, uh, me and E-Man were, uh, were remembering where we went to L.A. for the first time. It was actually 10 years ago, exactly. So maybe it was it was that story that you guys were telling me. That, yeah. that I, maybe I, I lived it vicariously. Probably. You guys. We told it so good that, yeah. that you remembered. Like it oh, was, I, yeah, that's, I think that's it. what it was. You guys were on vacation, yeah. And it was 10 years exactly from the Super Bowl because it was Super Bowl day. Yeah. And we were in L.A., actually Hollywood. And we're like a little, little bar, like a tiki bar or something. Uh-huh. And there's a group of girls. And I think they were from Australia. Okay. So... Sito's like, hey, bro. So, you know, I'm like, what's up? I'm like, nah, 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 you, you, you. He's like, nah. So he starts talking to him. I don't remember if it was him or his brother, but they're like, oh, what do you guys do? Like, oh, my boy right here, he, he works for Google. So, and they believed it, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they asked me some questions. Uh, obviously, I answered, and they're yeah. like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he does, you know? And, you know, we started hanging out with them. Well, that just shows how much we believe in your tech, in your technology, and <laughs> your wisdom. In, when it comes to that, um, another another thing. Well, obviously, you know, one live streaming is one thing in itself. You know, what I'm saying, and that's that's just a, a small portion of of um, some of the the like some of the technology that could be happening in the future. You know, what I'm saying another thing that goes along with it that I was thinking that could possibly happen that I could probably do. I don't know if I I will, but I mean, this is a there's endless possibilities when it comes to when we're talking about stuff like this but um possibly live streaming my dj sets to bars you know what i'm saying in you know it could be next year you know i don't know yeah. in, in a couple of years it, it was just like a i thought i had in my head just because of the way things were going with uh covid mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it's it's just the climate the environment of everything we had two years ago is yeah. totally different now huh. I think the, like you said, we, we were talking uh, beforehand. The, just the the fact that podcasts have blown up. I mean, I, it was already a big thing beforehand, but I think it blew up a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was forced into kind of what it turned yeah. into. Um, the the fact that live streaming, even in the gaming industry, mm-hmm. like gaming, like people, that's like a whole. I mean, it was already going on. But COVID just boosted everything to another level. All, all of that, like the the live streaming, the like a, a lot of things. Like you said, there's already parts of those that were going on. Like gaming has always been big on yeah, been streaming huge. and stuff like that, you know. But there was every other like, what do you say? Like 
DJing, music, um, even in the corporate world, mm-hmm. uh, live streaming a meeting. You can't yeah. fly, you know. Uh, I'm a big corporate wig that I have to fly over to Sydney for a corporate meeting. Mm-hmm. Like, now I can sit in my office because they're live streaming it into my into my TV or my monitor and mm-hmm. I can participate. You know, stuff like that. Like, we were kind of forced into that. and But we were already there in a way, but mm-hmm. we were forced into it because of COVID. You know, same thing with, like, music. Uh, one, I remember one, I think, who was it? One of the bigger DJs. Who was it? Maybe Steve Aoki. I don't remember. Like, I remember watching during COVID, like in the middle of the pandemic, he did a few. He would do a bunch of live streams, but he did one really dope. I think it was in Miami, mm-hmm. like in a rooftop. He didn't yeah. have any. I don't think he had any crowd or anything, but he was live streaming. And he, like, he announced it, was promoting the crap out of it. And I don't think you had to pay for it. But, like, that was dope to see. You know, somebody yeah. that big. was, And then after that, a lot of people followed, like, all these at home concerts and things mm-hmm. like that. There were some even paid ones, like pay per view. Like, like yeah. a bunch of artists did like some pay per view stuff that like you're sitting at home, like you put it on your T V and you pay twenty bucks or whatever to listen to whoever it is, you know? And that was, was kinda is dope. And I think what you're talking about is like a step further. Like streaming that like on a commercial sense. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you can have your own setup here in your studio. Everything. But I'm gonna charge x bar to stream it directly to them and it might not even be here that's the thing you know you have a buddy in california he's got to hook up with somebody like hey let's try this out mm-hmm. like he charges you or you charge him you know two grand whatever it is you know yeah. and like you stream directly to them all they need is a projector which a lot of bars have yeah. you know main stage projector like boom you know and obviously it, like you said the, the bottleneck the the real question is would the internet be sustainable enough to to do to yeah. be able to do all that? You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's ready now or not to do it, but in your opinion, would would something like that work? But I it th- all depends on. I, I think it would work because, like, when you're, if you have a steady setup wherever you're at, if you have a main main shop or main studio, you're good. Mm-hmm. So you when you stream to them, like. They're just streaming, like, if they were streaming YouTube or Netflix, you know? Okay, yeah, So you're yeah. not taxing their internet. Mm-hmm. As long as they have a decent connection, you're good. You know, like I said, for example, let's use district. It's the uploading is yeah, what's uploading more important. Yeah, uploading is what, what, especially, like, around here even. I was going to say rural areas, but even here, like, our connections were kind of limited to Xfinity. Yeah. You know, like, that's what they offer. Like, you mm-hmm. can't get somebody better. Yeah. Like, you can try and be like, ah, oh, fuck Xfinity. I'm going to go. And you might find other options, but yeah. they're going to be crappy options. Yeah. And their their internet, I think their upload the, the most is like 25 up, you know, which is okay. But, yeah. you know, you got places like Chicago or even other smaller towns that have gig speeds, you know, that they pay 50 bucks for one gig up, one gig down. And that's like. Yeah. That's at, my a house, pi- I, at my house, I got like 30 to 40. Upload? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. I don't yeah. remember. It might be fifty then, like they're, mm-hmm. but they're capped because of the technology yeah. w- with cable internet. Yeah. You know, I think we're supposed to have fiber being ran in Rockford yeah. within the next four years or something. But that's crazy. You think about four years? We're going to be in twenty twenty five before we could get a fiber connection. Fiber optics. And, yeah. and you, you would think, you know, we're close to Chicago. We're one of the biggest cities in Illinois. It's like, nope. But you got other smaller towns that do. So I, I don't think the internet is so much of an issue. Like it's just. 
if people open up to that idea, like said, because you could be at multiple places at once. Exactly. So you that's, can't that's, do that when you're physically getting hired for something. Yeah. You can't physically do that. Or even pre-recorded stuff. Mm-hmm. One step further, you know, like I don't really want to hire a physical DJ because yeah. whatever, you know. But yeah. on a Thursday night after trivia night or something, you know, people want a little bit of music, a little bit of party vibe. Yeah. Uh, DJ Rick Monster uh, sold me or some sort of subscription or whatever. I pop one of his live mixes on, throw it on the big screen or on the projector, like boom, you know? yeah. And I mean. Obviously, you know, the future holds so many possibilities, but, like, uh, as far as technology goes, you know, I've I've even seen people where they're going to take out a DJ and now they're going to be doing, like, the algorithms of of what bars, certain bars play, Mm. you know what I'm saying, and they're going to just have a, like a, I guess you said, robotic DJ type of thing, you know what I'm saying, just playing music. Would it work? Would it not work? I have no idea. I think... What people don't understand is when it comes to DJing that um, it's always, um, I guess, I guess when when a DJ is really dope, you can play as much top forty as you want, whatever, but it's just gonna sound like the other all the rest of yeah. us. You know, it's it's the curveball in the middle of your yeah. set that make people go, oh, you know. You what I'm read that certain specific yeah. crowd, and they're having a fun time. Not that they're not enjoying it, yeah. but you throw that one song that you know is gonna throw them into a fucking yeah. like. Like, woo. I mean, because to, to me, when I think about stuff like that, it's kind of like just straight radio. Like, who wants to hear just a straight radio setting style of music? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because that's what radio is. They they kind of just take whatever the top 40 music of the day is and they play the it. The most popular. Yeah, you know, the most popular. On pop- this list, that What list. they think is the most popular, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, or I mean, requests. They might have yeah. some requests, but all the requests are going to be top 40 yeah. stuff, you know? So... Yeah, but it, like to me, it's always the DJ's um, job to throw in stuff that you're not, you don't expect to hear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I don't know if a, D, if a robotic DJ will be able to do that. Maybe they will be. Maybe they'll be able to have them think like a uh, like a regular DJ. I don't know. Well, that's that's neither here nor there. That's in the future. Hopefully, that'll never happen. And it, like you said, it's one of those things. The personable aspect of it, like. I know it's the annoying part of DJing, but yeah. for somebody to be able to go up there and be request a song, yeah. even though it's frowned upon or whatever, but like that aspect to people, not just your side of it, but on the flip side, the people listening to you, like mm-hmm. being able to physically go up there or somebody else that admired, like, oh, that was a dope set, going up to you after the show or let me buy, buy this guy a beer. Or, mm-hmm. or, like all of that is is like non-existent with yeah. with. Uh, some sort of robotic or some sort of algorithm that predicts what yeah. what they should be playing even in the in a digital space if you're streaming live to somewhere and you have your like your donation thing that's still somewhat of an interaction mm-hmm. that you can still interact in some way in a digital way but in some way as far as people like sending messages like while live streaming yeah while or you have your cash app or whatever oh, yeah, it is yeah. or or through the twitch uh things that they have set up for tips yeah. and stuff like that you know they could still do that but when you have some sort of machine learning or something like that that's doing it for you, it's like all of that is is gone. Like that's non-existent. What do you think about that? You that you being in, into technology like that. You know what? Before we do that, let's take this shot. This shot's been winking at me on the whole time today. Yeah, Press record. It's, it's cold in here. <laughs> it's a little. It's a little cold. It's a little nippy. Cheers. Cheers.
Tequila. Tequila. Oh, is this body good? I'm just pouring another one. Just for the future. It'll get cold in the meantime. Exactly. It'll, it'll warm, warm us up, though. That's for sure. Whoops. Put a little heavy on there. <sighs> but anyways, um, you being into technology like that, what do you think about that as far as, like... A possible the possibility of a an AI type thing taking over. Not, not, I'm not talking about an actual robot that's gonna be taking over, but just, just like a, a form a computer format taking over. You know, I I think it's 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 dangerous. Uh, obviously, you talk about taking over the world is one thing, but taking over an industry, music. Mm-hmm. Movies, whatever, whatever it is, in however manner you do it, like it's super dangerous. I think I've told you this story. I, I love telling this story. I think it was Microsoft that came up with a. They had an AI computer, like a supercomputer, and oh, the, they gave the it a Twitter, Twitter account. Yeah. They what, gave what it was a it Twitter account. I don't remember what it was called. Okay. I I look it up at, every time. Tell them like, did I make that story up in my head? But it, no, it's a real story. Okay. I, I just don't remember what it was called. Oh, okay. They, I, they, I I see where you're going with this. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. And they gave it. Uh, a Twitter account. Yeah. It was 100% controlled by this AI. It had no human interaction whatsoever. So it could tweet, it could respond, it could retweet, like, whatever. Um, and obviously, machine learning is just that, is learning. Yeah. So this AI was taught to, like, learn based off of human interaction, like mm-hmm. what was being told and what it sensed from other people, which is how humans organic humans that's how we that's how we react too. you yeah, know yeah, we yeah. react to our environment we like certain things because yeah. everybody around us like that certain thing mm-hmm. so same thing same premise with this and by the end of the day they shut it down i don't even think it lasted 24 hours really they shut it down because it started being like super racist homophobic and all this stuff because and the sad thing about that is it's learning from other people yeah. so how did it get to that point is because of other people yeah. that it was picking up on you know, and that's why I say it's 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 dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous because if we leave it up to, like one hundred percent to a machine, like, like it could go sideways like really quick. Mm-hmm. Whether it's automating, uh, like a production, exactly. automating a production from start to finish. Yeah, like, okay, like sure, like when it works, wonderful. But as soon as it's like it does something like that, it's mm-hmm. like it's gonna wreak havoc. It's funny that you say that because <laughs> this story is probably I don't know how old, five ten years ago. I can't probably, remember. Probably like five at least. Maybe. And I can't remember when it was. I remember you told me about the story. But uh, the fact that the imagine imagine that happening now and the climate that we're oh, in yeah. now, which yeah. is totally different from 10 years ago, let's say. Even three years ago. You yeah. know, we're in a whole different space in, in that aspect. Yeah. You know? Like people just talking crazy yeah. you know what i'm saying it's just like i mean i guess it's always that's always a thing right and especially on twitter people just talk nonsense rant. sometimes yeah. Yeah, do rant random rants that's kind of like i never that's probably why i never got into twitter because i would just to put myself out there like that to to i don't know it just it just seems like people put, put themselves out there like that to i don't know it just wasn't me there's not yeah. my style of thing but um in this climate nowadays how crazy would you know if let's just say an AI was put to DJ and they had to learn in those in that little time what kind of music to play with the environment we're in right now? Would it play some crazy shit? like 
Billy Bob Thornton and the KKK Club yeah. Klan. You, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, music yeah, yeah. that would just that, that's what you I know mean by be it. off the wall. You that's know what, what I'm saying by it's dangerous. Like, yeah. let's say another example, um, some sort of AI that helps you write lyrics for musicians. Yeah. You know, like or it get it evolves to such a point where you tell it what it's about, a few keywords, and then it writes a song for you, mm-hmm. and then it publishes it, and then you can listen to it. And it's like, well, now it's writing about. Uh, racist stuff or mm-hmm. homophobic stuff mm-hmm. you know and you're like how the hell did it come up with that you know yeah, and, and yeah, that's yeah. that's a dangerous part of it with any human you know yeah with any human like you don't know which way they're gonna go with you know how they're raised or anything like that same thing with the, the ai like it's yeah. it's dangerous in that aspect especially because it if it's learning from humans it's even you know it's sad to say but it's, it's even more dangerous yeah that's crazy to think man that's that's uh sometimes unimaginable and I don't think a lot of people don't realize that that technology already exists. Yeah. Like the example that I gave you for for, sure. for the Twitter thing with Microsoft, um, lots of other things that are automated to such a point that you're like, if you don't know it, you're like, oh, whatever. And then you realize, like, holy crap, you know, like, that's crazy. You know, the yeah. technology behind that is crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example, and this is old technology. This is really old technology. One of my cousins works in uh, Swedish and... Uh, one day he sent me a picture of this robotic surgery machine. I forget what it's called now. Uh, it's been around probably for at least 10 years maybe. Da Vinci. It's called Da Vinci. Uh, okay. Da Vinci. I, I had never seen it outside of like pictures on the internet and stuff mm. like that. And he was like right there with it. You know, he, he does like deals with the instruments and surgery and stuff like that. And he mm-hmm. sent me a Snapchat of it. And, like to me, I got excited because like, oh, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, but to realize that this this robotic thing like operates on people you know it's kind of scary yeah it's kind of scary like this thing is like you know sewing you up or poking at you or prying inside of you and stuff like that you're like well it has a short circuit on malfunction it goes too deep or you know i'm saying something crazy that's just crazy you know like that's and that's old technology that's not even anything recent that's old technology but stuff like that when you think about it you're like that's scary sometimes yeah Another one other topic I wanted to bring up, um, which is like I said, something that's all this shit's kind of new, but this definitely is new because, uh, like I said, within the last couple years, it's been brewing up, but especially now with the whole Facebook meta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole situation with that, and um, I wanted to bring up DJing in the metaverse. Okay, this is not something I know about. This is not something that I've been researching. This is just a topic that I, I just know for a fact it could happen. You know what I'm saying? Just like everything else I was talking about, we were talking about earlier, this could happen. And what I mean this could happen is, you know, you, you see um, who, who um, another big DJ, like, DJ, like Dead Mouse. Mm-hmm. I believe he did a concert, I don't know, last year or something like that, or during the pandemic. Um, DJing and people in the metaverse were there mm-hmm. in a concert, whatever. And if, I guess if people don't know what the hell the metaverse is, it's pretty much an AI. Um, what, what do you call it? Um, something reality, uh, virtual reality, augmented reality, augmented reality, and like let's just say an average Joe that has no life. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's 50 years old, works at a store. And comes home every day, but in in and when he comes home, 
he puts on these fucking, what do they call them, the Oculus yeah. classes, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're called, but they put them on. And in this metaverse, in this fake world they live in, um, they, have a, they have a life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And in this life, they go to restaurants and clubs and bars and they meet women. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's not crazy to think that in these places that these places people are going, they're going to be having DJs in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people are going to be paid to DJ in this metaverse, mm-hmm. in these clubs. Mm-hmm. Whether it be a big club or a little club, they stop in. Or, yeah. Like I said, these people are going to meet people. You know what I'm saying? This this guy that lives in this, this goes into this metaverse might meet this chick. And they might get married. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And in this... If this happens, they hire a, a DJ in the metaverse to mm-hmm. DJ their wedding. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? These are these are like endless possibilities when it comes to this. And, and like to to dumb it down and what the metaverse metaverse is is like uh, obviously we don't know exactly because you know it's it's still not really there or yeah. completely there or accessible to mm-hmm. everybody. Um, but it's a virtual world. It's a virtual world. Mm-hmm. Um, going back, some of our older people probably know like the sims the sims yeah. the sims is the first thing that pops into mind that it's the same concept but this is like fully immersible in the sense that you could put on some oculus rift you can put on whatever other um probably oculus because the made versus facebook but um you put these on now you're you feel yourself inside of it before it was on a monitor and you had a little little guy on there and that's what you did like this is like you're fur- fully immersible even though it's it's virtual reality, but you're you're there in essence. You can feel mm-hmm. it. You can reach out and see where it is. So anything that happens in the real world, in essence, will be translated into this metaverse. Anywhere from I'm going to go buy me an outfit from Gucci, mm-hmm. and I'm going to wear that outfit tonight. And you go in within the metaverse. You go and you buy that in a virtual Gucci store. Yeah. You put it on. Okay, here you go. All right. Now I'm going to go to this concert. You pay within the metaverse, yeah. but you pay to go to this concert. Now you're inside this venue, and you could buy whatever or tip whatever within, and you're you're actually spending money. It's not like Sims, like fake. Like, mm-hmm. no. Like, cryptocurrency or whatever. Crypto you're, you're, whether Facebook comes up with their own or whether they use whatever crypto, like, you just spent that money to buy that outfit to wear to that concert that you paid, but you actually paid. You go back to the real world, but you spent that money within the metaverse. And to your point is, like, if you get hired to DJ, they'll pay you yeah. there. And what I told you earlier off off the mic is, like, the networking opportunities are limitless mm-hmm. because – in the real world, you're limited to your your space, your physical space. You can't yeah. network with somebody that you don't physically interact with, mm-hmm. or it's a lot harder. In there, it's like you meet somebody, oh, I love that DJ. You know, you spent that hour for your set there, you know. It's like, okay, what's his information? Like, oh, looks you up, like wants to hire you, like some rich person or somebody wealthy. Like, I want to fly you to New York to do my daughter's Sweet 16 mm-hmm. or something like that. That would be impossible in our normal world, physical mm-hmm. world. But in the metaverse, like that's like, that's that's a possibility. It, yeah. We're not talking like fantasy. Like that's that's a legitimate possibility. Yeah. You know, all that stuff, like especially in music. Music is a big part 
of just the world in general. No. So, like, you have those opportunities to do a concert or a bar or a festival or whatever it is, you know? That's a real interesting um, take on it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, like, I think to me that that's the biggest thing, the networking aspect of it. Yeah, like, getting paid to, to do something is, is dope and, you know, you have endless options, but you still got to get out there first. But if you meet somebody at some random metaverse thing you know like oh you don't know who that person is mm-hmm. you don't know what kind of influence that person has and whether it be to help you out or to hire you and do some huge event you know yeah. so that opens up doors just in general but in music too like for artists for djs for producers for for anybody this, this, this is like a mind-blowing thing to think of everything we've been talking about this is like what the fuck? <laughs> and, and and I think people don't realize how like how we're kind of already there in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about this a few times of how how technology, how we live within uh, like this space, the space that doesn't exist. F- perfect example. Remember you gave me in relation to DJing was you did quinceanera or sweet sixteen. You're DJing, you know, they're having fun, but like their attention span is like. Super, super quick yeah you know before like you play most of a song or a good part of a song and then switch it over but like, like their attention span cut off at you know yeah. 30 I, seconds or whatever and they but, expect the next one coming on like i said like um when i noticed it i mean i've always been a quick mix dj and a quick mix dj is pretty much someone that can buzz through songs whether it be 20 seconds 30 seconds whatever yeah whatever the the main part of the song that you want people to yeah. hear i could do that like quick but i noticed it um i wasn't doing it this night but i noticed it at a, at a sweet 16 i did um like the first 10 seconds of a song that i played and that's when the kids were hype like yeah. super hype and they were like at peak level as soon as them 10 15 seconds were done their 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 hype went down like they stopped yeah they stopped moving and so i realized it's like these kids' attention spans are only as long as a TikTok. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I uh, attributed attribute it to, you know? Like, they see a TikTok, they hear the song, but, like, but their attention span is only as long as how long that TikTok video mm. is. Whether it be 10 seconds or 15 seconds yeah, yeah. or whatever. And only the hype part of that song is on that TikTok. Yeah. Like, so, that's all they know. That's all yeah. they're, they're, like, programmed to, like... So, the, I, I've seen them fizzle. I'm like, wow, And then... Boom. Boom. It's dead. The, all the energy is gone. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of look at you. And they're staring at you. What you're going to do next, you know? Yeah. And that's what I attribute to, the, the whole TikTok thing. It, but, yeah. Th- that's what I mean. Like, we're... The metaverse makes more sense and is is less sad than than that mm-hmm. than stuff like that or another example is like how kids you go out to the restaurant with your family with a friend whatever and you have some teens or some preteens, and all they're doing is on their phone mm-hmm. making a tiktok watching a tiktok on instagram uploading and stuff like that they're fully emerged into a digital world they're in a in our physical world but they're fully emerged in a digital space mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like somebody gets their attention like oh what they have no clue what's going on yep. in front of them same thing with relationships. Same thing. You're so caught up in the, like, attention span is so quick. Once, like, that little effect of novelty r- rubs off, you're like, ah, uh, 
I don't like that person anymore. Yeah. Whether it be friendship, whether it be boyfriend, Someone girlfriend, famous, whatever. Yeah. Just, just internet, following somebody that like, ah, yeah. uh, no. Because of that one song that went viral or became a hit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no, let's move on to the next thing. So we're already in a sense, like, not all of us, but submerged into this digital digital yeah. world. You know, we're living in the physical. The metaverse makes more sense because at least you know you're going into this world, this separate world. But what, what's crazy is I've had this conversation the other day with some coworkers. The day we lose internet and the day we lose, like, let's say the power grid goes out and everything goes out. Mm. What happens then? Like, everything we do is based off of, elect- like, internet and, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, all these things. Like, we come from an age when we're little kids where we're playing outside, we're yeah. doing shit. I we think we would adapt. I'm not saying it would be easy. It would be like flicking a switch, but we'd be better adapt. But anybody outside of our generation, mm-hmm. you know, the generations after, like, like how? Yeah. Like, like, literally, like, what would they do? Yeah. Like, what would they do? And it's like if you look up studies and stuff like that, like uh, social media, one that's always gets uh, like highlighted is Instagram that it it depresses people mm-hmm. like the more you're into it like it depresses there's been a whole different types of psychological studies and just scientific studies that like it leads to depression why because instagram specifically because it's all about pictures so yeah. you know you're watching i'm watching you take a vacation or buying this new outfit or dating that person and i'm on the other end like man why can't I do that? Mm. So now I'm trying to and I can't. I yell yeah. at my parents to buy me that outfit or to take, give me money to that and I can't. So now, like, I'm mad. And, like, and then you see another person doing the same thing or better. So now, like, your mind, like, keeps going round round. Like, man, why can't I do it? I wish I was that person. Yeah. And, and there's been plenty of, like, examples and shows, whether it be true or not, like, suicide. Yeah. You know, to the point where people commit suicide, whether it be because of bullying or because of direct somehow their their mental health just went to shit because of the world they were living in within like Instagram or whatever else their real life world that that was that was more important or influenced more their health than their actual life they could have mm-hmm. had a a perfect life outside of that like their parents could have been the most loving parents the more supportive yeah. p- parents a great support system um have everything you want in the world you know, but their parents were strict and weren't going to give you money just to buy designer shoes just because you wanted to put it on Instagram. And you thought that was the end of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault it, because, it, because they grew up in this this space. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it's tough. And I, I think I was we were at your house when we were watching it. Uh, it was uh, oh, that doc- documentary on, on social media. And yeah. I've watched uh, a bunch of different ones and read a bunch of different articles and stuff on like going back to how scary technology is like that what they show was like obviously it was like a simulation but but that's literally how it is yeah like they know like when you're on screen yeah, when you're off, off screen, screen when or you're, what's going to trigger you yeah they know if i put this up there you're more likely to click on it mm-hmm. they know that whether it, it's probably not a human person but yeah. there's a machine out there yeah. that knows there was in another th- i don't know if it was an article or, or a documentary i watched there was this girl that, uh, I think it was Tinder, through Tinder. I think it was a French girl. She she realized, like, like I, was, she, I think she went through a heartbreak or something. Something happened that triggered her. And she requested 
from Tinder from the company, like all her all the info they had on her. And she got I think she eventually got it back and it was like stacks and st- they printed it out like it was physical copies. Like stacks and stacks of stuff of like different stuff. Like mm-hmm. people that they matched or things like that, you know, just things that it learned about this person. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing, like for us, there's some machine out there that knows what we like or what's going to trigger us or what's going to make us, you know, more apt to click on something or view something. You know, it probably knows us better than most of our families or most of our partners. Like, and that's going back to like, it's scary. The technology yeah. is scary. So that's why I say the metaverse, at least you know it's fake in a sense. Yeah. So it's like uh, you snap out of it, come back, and come back to your real world. Yeah. You know? But how how, how dark and, and dreary will this life have to be for you to jump in this world for, and for you to think you have a better life here? And when you come, when you come out, of, you take off those damn goggles, you know, goggles and it's like, it's like a gray... Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's a great black and white TV show for them. But go, going back to to the same thing we just said, the example of teens and preteens. Yeah, that's is, that's the exact same example. Mm-hmm. Is that their life is through there, what they share and what they see and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They might go home and they might get abused by their parents. Yeah, they might go home and they might have nothing to eat. You know yeah. because their parents aren't there or because they spent all their money on buying this designer outfit to post on there because mm-hmm. the other person triggered them to do that. So you go back and the day-to-day is like taking off the goggles. You go back and you face the shit. Like, what am I going to eat for the rest of the week? You know, yeah. It's the same thing as taking off those goggles and be like, damn, I'm not popular in this world. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's no, no different in that sense. That's sad, bro. I mean, but, that's, but, but it's not... It's not far fetched. No, no, it's not at all. And and the example, it's it's kind of. I would hate to say it like that, but the example you had about some guy that's fifty years old that has no friends, you know, works at a, a corner Seven Eleven, yeah. whatever, comes home and goes in there to escape the world because he knows that there he could be somebody in yep. a sense, N- not famous, but be somebody and yeah. like get somebody's attention or be somebody and nobody invited me to a party, but I can go in here. And participate in things yeah. that I would never get to participate in the real world. Yeah. And it, it's that I think the craziest part is that it's not far fetched. That yeah. it's like it's there. Yeah. It's it's literally there. Somebody yeah. in, in the world is living that life right now. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, just think of the people that that I deal with like software and testing and stuff mm-hmm. like that at work too. So the people that have to test test it test out all, yeah. all this, you know? It could be people that because th- there's different types of testing. There's, you know, the development side or the QA side that have to test it, make sure it works. Or the 10 guys they bring off the street just to yeah. see if they, hey, we want yep. you guys to test this out for 10 yeah. weeks. Yeah. Like they pay the, them yeah. whatever, a few thousand, want you to test this. Or user-friendliness test mm-hmm. and all that, you know. Like, those people have already experienced it to some extent, you know. Those people have seen that world. So it's it's there. Like, how how much, like, people actually pay attention to it or get submerged into it or how common it becomes i think that'll be key to like how crazy it'll actually be you know like would it be a fad and there's a few people that that do it or it'd be something like instagram and facebook and snapchat with that being said let's uh take another shot for let's what are we gonna name 50 year old guy right here with um 50 year old jim 
Jim. Jim, we're gonna take a shot for Jim. Wherever you are, Jim, if you're um in the metaverse right now, because it's kind of late, you're probably off work already. You're probably at home, and you're probably about to put on them damn goggles and probably bought some girl a rose in the metaverse. Or you probably 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 bought a prostitute on in the metaverse. I yeah, don't know. that too. That could happen. Mm-hmm. Salute to Jim. Damn, Jim. It's the last shit I'm on you. You just said something else that, like, we've had for a while, but it's it ties in and it's essentially the same thing. And you said she, he bought a prostitute. Yeah. Like, the whole porn thing. Yeah. Like, how much, if, if there was an industry that was affected, I guess for some people in a negative way or in a positive way, it was the porn industry. The internet. Yeah. It was affected by the internet age. It was, because I think, something crazy, but a percentage of, like, all porn, like, 90-some percent of it or something like that is consumed online. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. As opposed to VHS, VHS tapes and yep. DVDs and all that. P- the industry of... Magazines, um, yeah, all, magazines, all that, you know. Yeah. If, for some people, you could say, for amateur porn actresses, you could say that helped them. Yeah. But for... The people producing the stuff and all yeah, of that distribution and stuff it, like yeah. that, and it's like there is no industry fuck, from that. Th- it doesn't exist. In, I mean, mm-hmm. it does, but to a very minimal scale. You ever seen um, Judge Dredd? No. It's a movie from the nineties with um, Sylvester Stallone. What is it called? Judge Dredd. I don't think so. Look it up one day. Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Wesley Snipes. Yeah, he's in it too, and Sandra Bullock. And what I remember. There was a part in there where um, they were having coitus, as they would say. <laughs> they were having sex in there. But to do have sex, they put on the headset. Oh, okay. And then they were doing doing it through there, yeah. like like virtual reality, whatever. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, the people, yeah. this is not, this was in the 1990s, 95, yeah, 96. Yeah. I don't remember what year it was when they were bringing this up. but And that exact same thing exists today. Yeah. Um, I had uh, the Oculus. Virtual lap dances, probably, and virtual, all this shit, dude. Damn, like? that's crazy. This summer. I'm going to go DJ in a virtual strip club soon. Yeah, there you I, I couldn't make it in the, at a, as a DJ here in town I, as a, at, a, at a strip club. So you might find me in the metaverse. And if you see me. I thought you were going to say to strip. I'm like. Oh, not to no. strip, bro. Nobody wants to see you, even in the metaverse. Not in the metaverse and not in real, real life. life. No, no bro. I'm talking that. about DJing in the metaverse. A skill that I, I know I could do. Oh, you ain't going to be shaking my ass. You ain't going to see me <laughs> shaking my ass in the metaverse. That's a dancer. But what were we talking about? Um, uh, oh, but what you said in the movie, like that exact same thing, like. Yeah exists right now like mm-hmm. i got a uh, best buy fucked up and sent me an oculus headset and i thought they were going to take it back they didn't take it back i used it for a little bit so, yeah and one of the things i did just out of curiosity okay mm-hmm. don't judge me <laughs> i looked up like some porn sites because yeah. there's a lot of them that do like specific stuff for for vr really so i'm like like i want to see like what that's like. Like what I was talking about. That's yeah, the whole judge yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, so basically what it is, is let's say there's a scene where, where the guy sits down on a couch and there's a, a girl that comes up, starts stripping, taking his pants off. No. Him a BJ and all that. So basically the, in this case, your perspective would be the guy sitting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look down and you see 
the guy's junk. You look mm-hmm. up, you see the girl. And it's supposed to be yours. Yeah, yeah. It, uh-huh. it's so you can submerge yourself and be, you're the guy in essence. Yeah. You know, and you look around the room, you can see you, the ceiling oh, okay. of it. You look down, you can see the carpet, uh, If you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, but like, it's crazy. Like to think that that exists, it's like, but when I did it, I was like, holy crap. There was a moment <laughs> of like, son of a gun, you know, like, this is crazy. Like you could bone a, a, a famous strip, stripper, yeah, a yeah. famous uh, uh, porn actress, whatever. Going back to gym, you know, yeah. like, those are the t- type of people, people that might not be able to make some sort of connection yeah. or might struggle, whether it be because they're antisocial, because they struggle yeah, with yeah, yeah. mental health or because they do people dirty, whatever, you know, yeah. but they don't have that problem in the universe. Yeah. Or wouldn't have that problem in theory, you know. You just go in there, like, find wherever you want to go, whether it be a strip club or whatever, you know. It's, it's pretty crazy, man. But at the same time, you would think, like, um, to do stuff like that, you need money. You know what I'm saying? And let's just say you're paying in crypto or whatever. You still need money to do that. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, the, the money is going to be real in that sense. You still have yeah. to have it. It's not going to be... Like the games now, where I buy tokens or I buy yeah. credits with something, and then I can spend them. Like no, like this is gonna be, like if you're buying. So basically, not everybody in the metaverse is gonna be boning um, badass porn. <laughs> you're gonna be boning some scragglers too, huh? Like Unless the guys who Jim might not be, uh, you know, he might be boning some girl from the corner. You know what I'm saying? That's. But what did Jim? Yeah, Jim. He's depressed now. He's super so much, depressed. So much shit. You talked the, about him. Even in the metaverse. Fuck. It, and that's another aspect of it too. Like, like all those things could still come back in the real world. Yeah. Like, and like trigger something. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody, some girl, like told you to fuck off. You're like, damn, I can't even Not talk even to a the girl in the metaverse. You know, like she like that. Like, I can't even get no play in the metaverse. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. And like I said, it'll be crazy how much people ad- adopt it. You know, to what to what degree do we actually adopt something like that i mean that it's limitless what, what the possibilities are when it comes to yeah yeah, yeah. The, the and, metaverse and, and what, what they plan on doing and what they you know i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt it you know what i mean who's behind it is is the scary part or the the part where it's like well they'll probably get a lot of people to in in some aspect like jump on you know facebook it's a huge huge corporation you know they own Instagram, they own WhatsApp, they own Oculus, they own mm-hmm. all this stuff. So they have the reach or the degree or, or the tool to get to you so you can, let's say they send a free Oculus yeah. headset to you. And that's what it's all uh, what, what it's all going to take. Mm-hmm. The people who don't, won't buy it will be like, I'm not going to buy this shit. Mm-hmm. It'll just take, oh, we're, we're going to send you a free one yeah. so you can try it out. Yeah. And then, it, and then it, you know, maybe 90% I won't like it, and they'll return it or some shit like that. Or, but there may maybe be like ten, fifteen percent that will like it. They're like they'll try it on for a day, and oh shit, this is dope. And, and, and they got they got these people hooked. And it'll be obviously the younger crowd will would probably I would guess would be the the ones that adopt it easier. Yeah, your older crowd obviously. If you can get somebody like like we said it as a from the business sense, like if you can see getting some profit out of it, whether it be direct monetary or through networking or through whatever you know like okay but there'll be other people that do it like to actually socialize Uh at the end of the day facebook is a social network so that that's what it's gonna revolve around 
you know, the social aspect, obviously. But then you still have, it's a world, so everything within it is like a possibility. It's crazy. Well, damn. There's, I mean, there's so much, like, to grasp. Yeah. Know? And obviously, we don't know what it is yet, so. We, yeah, we definitely don't know what it is. Why? Well, I, I certainly do not. Um, but like I said, this this is a this is a field that you know will be coming around soon. As far as DJing in the metaverse, DJing, you know, like you said, quinceañeras. You know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. that's not far. That's not a far fetched thing. Bailes, you know, Mexican bailes could be going on there. That you know, what I'm saying. For example, you get. Let's say you were a famous DJ. You're, you know. You're what are you trying to say, bro? So that I'm not a famous DJ. Number one, you are a real famous DJ. Okay, damn. Okay, yeah. Okay, um, where did right hope? And you're you're sought out after. You know, you you charge. Let's say you charge fifty thousand for an appearance in a set somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's sixty. But okay, whatever. Oh, my bad. <laughs> in the metaverse, like you charge five. Mm-hmm. Because obviously you don't physically have to yeah. go anywhere. Yeah, this and that yeah. logistics and otherwise legalities. Um, but I have a sweet sixteen. And my daughter really wants to have you there. It's like, oh, let's do a one in the metaverse for her. Let's surprise her. And her favorite DJ is going to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, one, it's more accessible. Like, but she'll still technically still have her favorite DJ, DJ her Sweet 16. Yeah, but virtually, like, because it meant how, how dumber or how different would it look or be for a party with people wearing a headset mm-hmm. listening into it or whatever than a silent concert mm-hmm. you know how how different is it really yeah you know obviously the concept is completely different but you walk into a silent concert there's a bunch of people with dancing and something with headphones on and everything and the all music. you hear is uh, gym shoes yeah. <laughs> you know like how different is that to walking into a, a room somewhere with a bunch of teens have some goggles on yeah. and are dancing and listening to to some music you know it's really not that different Far-fetched, yeah. di- different from what you're talking about you know physically it's like oh okay like these people look stupid but yeah they're two holes one's listening one seeing yeah yeah I mean, and possibly listening whatever but yeah it's the same it's along the same lines you know something that's existed for decades versus something that's theoretically still in development man but um uh, I think we'll end it right there. I mean, we we, just, we got just right in an hour. Um, but also, I really appreciate you coming through, Don, Don Agustin, Don Brosio. But, yeah, man, Brosio, I appreciate you coming on and dropping knowledge, dropping gems. For sure, man. Thanks for having me on. And anybody that knows me or through Ricky, like, I mean, I won't physically do stuff because, I mean, sometimes I just don't have the time, but... If you guys ever need advice or help or lending hand or or just kind of step in the right direction, guiding that way, like when it comes to technology wise, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm there. He um, uh, definitely knows this shit, so get a hold of him if if you need uh, advice or anything like that. When it comes to uh, anything, anything when it comes to in the, the technology world, if I don't know, I'll point you in the right direction. Exactly. So. Yeah, thanks, man. It was dope, dope chat. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah. everybody liked it. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is another episode of the Monster Mass. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, shout out to Jim.
and, Jimbo. Uh, yeah, peace.